Welcome to the Wellness Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to helping wellness professionals grow their business with easy and effective digital marketing strategies. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and I'm a nutritional scientist, entrepreneur, and digital marketing professional. And bringing business and science together is kind of my jam. Tune in for interviews with the industry's best, inspirational stories, and everything marketing. Thanks for joining me today. And this is the Wellness Marketer Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and I help health practitioners and wellpreneurs grow their business online using holistic marketing strategies. In today's episode, as you can gather from the title, I am going to be talking about some of the main reasons, if not the main reason, why your marketing is probably not working if you are currently struggling to market your business. And let me tell you, it's not what you might think. I know online marketing can be confusing as heck, especially if you're someone like me who loves to Google their way through problems or use YouTube University, as I like to call it. Like there is so much stuff out there. So I understand why you might be concerned that the reason you're not succeeding is because you don't have 10,000 followers on Instagram or your funnel isn't good enough or you don't have a webinar or that maybe your prices are too high, right? Like we can come up with all of these reasons why we think that our business, our marketing isn't working, but I am so excited in this episode to dive into a reason that is so often overlooked, but as mentioned is honestly, this affects everyone who is in entrepreneurship and it's something that everyone can work on that will basically help you get results. Like if you work on this, there's no way it's not going to help you make more sales, make more money and basically sabotage less. And that is working on your mindset and having a strong entrepreneurial mindset. So what is mindset? It can be a bit of a buzzword these days. But really, your mindset is the set of beliefs that dictates what's possible for you. So what we believe will come true for us. You may have heard the quote before, um, if you don't believe, you won't succeed or whatever that one is. <laughs> there, Which one do I like? I personally use, if you don't believe it, you can't achieve it. And that's just straight up. Like if you're going to argue with me on that one, I don't even know what to say because if you don't think something's possible for you, how in the heck are you supposed to execute on it? There's, there's literally just no way, like you would have no motivation to work on it. You wouldn't be inspired and you would just literally not want to do it. So it absolutely makes no sense. And that is why you can't outwork a bad mindset. If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe that whatever you're working on is possible for you or that you deserve to make the money that you're charging or that you believe that people can pay for you if or can afford you, sorry. If you don't believe those things, then how can you go out there and create it or achieve it? So 
our beliefs. How did they come to be? You're like, okay, beliefs are awesome, or maybe they're not so awesome, so how do I get better ones? Your beliefs were built on the experiences that you have already gone through in life. So the obstacles you have faced, your family life, your childhood, um, what you've been told, what you were taught by your parents, by your family, by you know just the people, the friends and people in your life. All of the stories and interactions that you have had with the world at some level has shaped what you think and how you perceive the world and therefore what is possible for you. And this is why entrepreneurship is such a mental game. And if you are someone who wants to grow their business, who wants to grow an audience of engaged followers, all of these things require you to work on your mindset and to have a strong mindset because there is no strategy, let me tell you, there is truly no strategy that will work for you if your head is not in the game. So entrepreneurship being a mental game, let's talk a little bit about what that looks like and what you can do to get your head in the game. So number one is, do you even believe in yourself? Okay, like these are some hard questions that I wanna ask you, but do you genuinely believe that the thing that you're going after in life is possible for you? Even the goal that you have for your, for your business six months down the road. And I don't mean you know, the level of confidence that, you know, comes from having every single step figured out or from being, you know, 90% of the way there, just the kind of confidence that says, hey, no matter what comes up, I know that my passion and my drive to do this is so much stronger than any obstacle that can get in my way. Having that kind of unwavering belief and knowing is the foundation of getting literally whatever you want in, in my experience. Okay. And in my client's experience, but outside, outside of believing in yourself, something that happens so often that I'm so excited to chat about is people who have strong mindsets, who have mindsets that, you know, are resilient. They have a level of self-trust and maybe this really does build off of what I just mentioned of having an unwavering belief in yourself and knowing that you can achieve and do anything that you set your mind to do. Um, the mindset shift that's so important building off of that is to literally stop looking to other people to tell you what to do. We all love advice. I, and Believe me, I've had many mentors and I credit so much of my success to being willing to learn and listen to other people. But when you don't trust yourself to the level that you are constantly asking other people what to do next, constantly doubting yourself and, you know, waking up like and thinking like, wow, I have... Like, what the hell am I supposed to do today? Like, I have no idea. And there's no shame in being lost or being confused, especially in the beginning stages. Like, there were so many days, yeah, where I woke up and I was like, what the hell am I doing? And it just felt so much easier to ask someone who's been there. But let me tell you, there is so much power in 
asking yourself and trusting yourself because when it comes down to it, you are running your business and no one else out there will run your business for you, not a coach that you hire or you know, even a marketing agency that you hire to outsource your marketing. That responsibility of getting the results and um, just leading your business into the goal, to the vision that you have, like that comes down to you. No one else can see your vision. And I think in my experience, most people say that they're afraid of failure or that they're afraid to make the wrong decision, but so much more is lost by indecision than wrong decision. I used to be the most indecisive person in the world. I still am pretty indecisive. However, when I heard that quote, it shifted something inside of me. Like I was like, holy shit, you are so right. Like you are so freaking right. Like you have so much more to lose by sitting on a choice. So please trust yourself, trust yourself to take the next step. Even when you can't see, you know, the end goal in sight and be willing to Trust your own wisdom, trust your own knowledge when it comes to leading your business and when it comes to making any decisions um, because you'd be surprised how smart you are. I'm not surprised, I know how smart you are, but you might be surprised how smart you are. And one more thing that I have really been playing with that has been so great for my mindset and that I want to encourage anyone, if you're a creator, if you are someone who is creating for you know their audience to serve people and to influence them. Surprise, if you're running a business, you are an influencer because it is your job to influence you, to influence others, to see you know your product, your service as the perfect solution to their problems. So I like to call this shift, shifting out of consuming and into creating. And that goes for content, it goes for anything, but really as an online entrepreneur and creator, what I've found is the more time that I spend in that consumer hat, what I call the consumer hat, where I'm scrolling through social media, just you know, consuming other people's content and like, that's fun, don't get me wrong, I really enjoy being online and engaging with other people's stuff, but the more time that you spend as a content consumer is the less time you are going to spend as a content creator. And this is also when the message and your intention and your purpose might start to seem muddled to you and you may start to feel confused. And if you are feeling insecure with your offer, feeling like you're comparing yourself to other people or like you're not doing enough as this person or that person, I wanna ask you how many hours a day are you spending scrolling on social media and consuming other people's content? Because if it is more hours in a day that you are spending creating for your own business, then Houston, we have a problem. I know for a lot of people, it's not gonna be realistic. For myself, I'm on my phone. I'm not scrolling, maybe scrolling about one hour a day, um, but I know a lot of people who scroll a lot more than that, and even I struggle to balance my consumer versus creator hats. However, if you are struggling 
I wanted to bring that up um, in case this hits home for you because I know that a lot of people feel drained right now. Content creation does not feel exciting or inspiring when you've been living the same day, you know, over and over and over again. But the reality is, is that when you can let your brain play, when you can engage your brain in that, in the way that is creating and not consuming, then you are going to open yourself up to downloads, right? Messages, opening up to your higher self, just being present, being more connected. And that's where good content comes from. Not from spending hours online scrolling, reading what other people are saying, and then kicking yourself wondering why you're starting to sound like everybody else. That is why. Um, what you feed your mind is important, okay? It's important to the output. It's important to your mindset and to your beliefs. So coming back to beliefs, I want to talk about some of the most common beliefs that I come across and that I hear from my clients when it comes to being an online business owner and running a business or wanting to start a business. And maybe you can relate to some of these beliefs, So the first one, obviously, the most common, hands down, is that I'm not ready or I don't know enough, okay? I'm gonna use both of these as like the same belief because really it's saying the same thing and that it's that you're not ready, whether it's because your website's not done or because your logo's not done or your certification isn't done or you you just feel like you're just starting and so you don't have enough information or testimonials, literally whatever you are currently telling yourself as to why you are not ready. I just want you to know it's a complete lie. You are never ready. You will never ever be ready. What even is ready? The best time is right now. The best time to do anything is right now. Actually, the best time was yesterday and the second best time is today. I love that quote. Um, But yeah, this feeling of not readiness is just our way of protecting ourselves from failure. It is us trying to avoid putting ourselves out there so that we don't have to, you know, say that we tried and that we didn't get what we want. But really, the only way to get closer to your The only way to get closer to your goals is to try and be willing to fail. The people who reach success the fastest are the people who take action the fastest and who are willing to fail. There was a quote by Catherine Zankina that I absolutely love on one of her podcast episodes. And she says that if you work hard at avoiding failure, you are working just as hard at avoiding success. And I was like mind blown. And so if you viewed failure as a necessary step to getting everything that you wanted, how quick would you be to start taking action towards your goals? And surprise, that basically is true. That is true. That is what we, I go through an experience every single day. Like I fail at something, it seems like every single day. So don't don't forget that social media and the online space is a highlight reel, my friends. So 
if you are looking for some realness, then no, I try to keep it real on my page and stories as much as I can, but you can always DM me with some real world shit and we can chat about what's going on. Okay, so that was my most common belief. And like, please, if you do struggle with that, feeling like I'm not ready, let me know. DM me at the wellness marketer on Instagram. Um, second belief that I want to mention is super similar. Um, but it's the idea that, you know, I need X before I can do Y. The idea that there's an obstacle or that there's something holding you back. And that is the reason why you don't have what you want yet. And this is a tricky one. It's a sneaky one because this is where you remove the responsibility from yourself and put it on something else. So I'm again, I'm sharing these things with you guys because I want you to listen and think about if these beliefs, if these statements are part of your regular vocabulary, your regular dialogue with yourself so that you can identify these as, you know, for what they are, for limiting beliefs. Um, for so many people, these limiting beliefs like play on like loop in their head and it can be really frustrating, really defeating to think like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking those things? Like, you know, is it really because I can't do this? Is this my higher self trying to tell me that, you know, I'm not cut out for this? And it's like, heck no, we all go through this. And that is why I'm sharing these with you today. If that was not already abundantly clear. So number three is that people won't pay insert dollar amount here for what I do or for what I'm offering. And I love to put insert dollar amount here because the fact is people have this objection, this limiting belief at literally every single stage in their business, whether they are selling a $27 ebook or a $2,000 program, there is always the fear because price is relative, right? Like is hundred dollars cheap? Well, like, or is hundred dollars expensive? You tell me. Am I buying a scrunchie or am I buying a car? Like, because the price is relative. It's not about the price, right? It's what they are getting for the price. So if you're someone who struggles with this thought that people won't pay whatever you truly want to charge for your services, know that this is a limiting belief and price is relative. People will pay whatever you ask them to pay if you demonstrate the value for of what your offer is more on that more on that in a later day because you know i can go on tangents here two more beliefs i want to mention to you guys number four is who am i to do this oh this is such a juicy one put your hand up right now if you've ever thought to yourself that like why should you be doing this if there's so many other people out there who are already doing it and they're doing it better than you and they're prettier than you and they have more followers than you and you know so who are you to do this thing huge limiting belief guys you are exactly where you need to be if you have the desire to run your own business or to just carve your own path, know that you have that desire because you have the capacity to achieve that. Usually we 
create things way beyond what we think that we're capable of, not the other way around. So know that if there's any desire you have, that you have the innate wisdom and capability to achieve those things, or else you wouldn't even be able to fathom coming up with that idea. And no one is you. That person over there who has 20,000 more followers than you, who started this 10 years ago, who you know works in your niche and offers a super similar program or service, that person isn't you. They don't have your personality. They don't have your energy. They don't have your unique flair. They don't have your ability to connect with others in the same way. They don't have your unique approach. They don't have your past experience literally doing what ever facilitating whatever transformation you've been facilitating, even if you've never worked with a client, because I'm assuming you've done it at least for yourself, which is hello, one amazing success story means that you can do it. If you can do it once, you can do it again. So that's my pep talk for you. (laughs) That's my pep talk for you on that. But who are you? Next time you ask yourself, who are you to do this? You are exactly who the fuck you are. And that's exactly why you should do this, okay? Okay, and last belief for you guys, and this is gonna open a whole can of worms, but the belief that pursuing money or success is evil. This belief holds so many people back, and I'm so excited to record a money podcast for you guys next week. I put that on my Instagram stories just yesterday, and you guys were like, yes, show me the money. Let's talk more about money because this is such a common limiting belief. And similarly to like mindset and what I was saying at the beginning of this episode, like what you believe you will achieve, AKA, if you don't believe it, you won't achieve it. If you believe that having money is evil or like people who pursue success, business, and like, yeah, business success and accomplishments are evil and greedy and whatever, you know, story that maybe you have been told either by the media, by well-meaning family and friends, or whatever, just by the inner meanie in your head. If you believe that and you're a good person, then why on earth would you consciously want to pursue wealth and success? if that would make you a bad person. You don't wanna be a bad person, you're a good person. You're literally, you wanna help the whole freaking world, one person at a time. Um, So there's a lot to unpack there. And as you can see, we keep diving further and further and there's all of these different levels and these different areas to your mindset that it is really complex. That that's why mindset coaches exist. That's why things like neuro-linguistic programming and EFT tapping and meditation, you know, all talk about rewiring the subconscious mind because these beliefs are truly so powerful and genuinely have the ability to shape our reality. Um, So that being said, like when, you know, we're not getting the results that we want before we start freaking out that our product sucks or that we are a failure or that our marketing just like, you know, must not be working. Like, let's look at the mind. Let's look at our belief system and say, you know, what's really going on here? Does my product actually suck or do I not think it's worth, you know, a thousand dollars? Okay. Um, 
Because then the goal here is to identify those beliefs and then shift those beliefs to help change your reality. Because if we can shift your belief from, I don't think my program's worth a thousand dollars to my program is worth $2,000 and you are getting the best fucking deal ever if you take me up on this, then I'm sure you can start to see two different scenarios basically play out from those two belief systems and how you would exist and you know the next steps you would take the decisions you would make from you know believing one belief set over the other because to me it's pretty clear that if you believe that someone's getting a good deal like that they are getting the best deal of their life that they're ever gonna find, then the energy and the way that you're gonna show up, the way that you're gonna speak to them is completely different. And that's when sales become effortless and feel so fun. And you know, people just are like, yeah, this is exactly what I need. It has nothing to do with having the right sales script. And it has everything to do with literally what you believe about yourself and your product um, and your ability to change your client's life. So something else that I want to mention just for my scientific folk who are interested in learning a little bit more about like how this works or like what's happening in um, what's happening just like in our brain. So as mentioned, we want to shift our beliefs to help shift our reality. So in other words, what I hear and what I want you to hear <laughs> is that what is happening inside of us, our belief system, what is happening inside of us dictates what is projected in our reality, what we see in our reality. And if you are someone who is familiar with like the spiritual and you know energetic world, then you have maybe heard of the concept that as humans, we are actually constantly projecting our reality and we are all living very unique experiences, even though we are all on the same earth based on the fact that we are interpreting the world based on our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, and our previous experiences. So that being said, I like to use the analogy of a projector. So when we think of a projector, a classic projector, like, you know, you were in school, um, the image is really small, you know, at the core, at the, where you're projecting the image. And then, but where it's being projected onto is like really, really big. And when you shift the projector by like, you know, you literally like just poke it one centimeter, you know, the whole thing gets super shaky and like the image is, you know, now three feet to the left, even though you only moved the projector like a centimeter. And how this relates to basically the mind is that this is exactly what's happening inside of our bodies and inside of our minds is that what we believe, what exists inside of ourselves on a small level, a microscopic level, is actually amplified into the world. And when we can shift what's happening inside of ourselves, even one degree, one degree, 
that can massively alter our projection and what we see and what we experience. Just like moving the projector a tiny bit changes the image, the projection a lot. And the science behind this, maybe you've heard of it, is actually called the reticular activating system or your RAS. And what the RAS is, is basically a group of neurons in your brain that helps to filter out important information to from non-important information. And what can also happen with your RAS is that it starts to confirm your beliefs because your beliefs are on some level important to you, right? It's how you view the world. When someone challenges your beliefs, for the most part, you know, we're pretty defensive, especially if it's something that we believe to our core. So for example, the RAS is the reason why when you learn a new word, for example, you start to hear that word everywhere or if you want, you decide that you want to buy a red Tesla, that you start seeing red Teslas everywhere. It's because you have identified it as something that's very important to your brain, and now your brain is noticing it, and it's calling it out, and you can't stop seeing red Teslas. And it's not because there's more red Teslas on the road, it's because you have agno- you've acknowledged it and you've triggered it inside of your reticular activating system. And now all you can see when you know you get on the road is red Teslas. And this is exactly what happens when we are intentional about our beliefs and, you know, yeah, just our beliefs and identifying what we want as well as what we want to believe. So whether it's wanting a red Tesla or wanting, you know, 10 clients who can afford to pay you $2,000 a month or whatever, when you identify what's important to you, your brain will start identifying the opportunities. Like this is just science, okay? It's why, like I said, when you learn a new word or like you you know pick out a car and you start to see it has that ever happened to you and if it has not happened to you then you can learn more about this on google or youtube but it's a super cool concept and i think that it just well the raz is not a concept the projector concept is what i was trying to use to link it for you guys so that you have a really clear understanding as to not only one why mindset is so important but exactly how that works in your brain and how your beliefs, you know, interact with your neurons to basically dictate what you can accomplish in your business. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you learned a thing or two about why your mindset is so important for having kick-ass marketing and getting the results that you're really after. This stuff is so important, guys, that I added an entire module inside of Holistic Marketing Academy, which is my self-paced program for health practitioners who wanna fill their practice online using holistic marketing. I added an entire module in there so that you can start to rewire your mind, build confidence, and ultimately reach your business goals faster by diving deep into your mindset and into mindset work. So if you're interested in learning more about Holistic Marketing Academy, then you can learn more at thewellnessmarketer.ca. But in the meantime, if you enjoyed this episode, I would absolutely love if you could share it with a friend or shout it out on Insta and tag me in your Instagram stories and I will 
give you a shout out back. This podcast on my platform grows through how generous you guys are with spreading the word. So I appreciate it and you guys so, so much. And I can't wait to share another episode with you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Your support truly means the world to me. If you liked today's episode, subscribe, send it to a friend, or share it on social media. While you're there, you can find me at The Wellness Marketer on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Although Instagram is my vice of choice. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and thanks again for supporting the TWM podcast. Until next time.